Spoiler alert! Get the latest news from the big and small screen with Mia. Hello again and welcome to Spoiler Alert here on the Sunny Side Up. I'm Mia V with your weekly reviews and recommendations for the big and small screen. This week our theme is superheroes. With all the various streaming services competing for our attention with amazing content, it's no wonder that budgets usually allocated to massive movie franchises are now being redistributed to a range of TV series for the small screen. This came at just the right time, what with the pandemic hitting and all movie theatres forced to shut their doors. Let's check out some of the best picks available on streaming services right now. In the movie category, we've got Zack Snyder's Justice League, often referred to as the Snyder Cut. It is the 2021 director's cut of the 2017 American superhero film Justice League. It presents Justice League, the fifth film of the DC Extended Universe, the sequel to Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice, from 2016 and it's based on the DC Comics Team Justice League and it's as director Zack Snyder had intended it before he left the production. Like the theatrical release, Zack Snyder's Justice League follows the Justice League where we have Batman played by Ben Affleck, Superman played by Henry Cavill, Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot, Cyborg played by Ray Fisher, Aquaman by Jason Momoa and The Flash portrayed by Ezra Miller as they attempt to save the world from a catastrophic threat. Now, Justice League, released by Warner Brothers in 2017, suffered a difficult production. Its script underwent major changes before and during production between 2016 and 2017. In May of 2017, Snyder stepped down during post-production following the tragic death of his daughter, and Joss Whedon was hired to finish the film, completing it as an uncredited director. Whedon oversaw reshoots and other changes that incorporated a brighter tone and more humor and cut the runtime down significantly in accordance with a mandate from Warner Brothers. The theatrical version of Justice League received mixed reviews and was unfortunately a box office bomb, leading Warner Brothers to reevaluate the future of the DCEU and focus development on individual films. As details surfaced about the film's troubles, production and its state before Snyder stepped down, many fans actually expressed interest in an alternate cut, more faithful to Snyder's vision. Fans and members of the cast and crew petitioned for the release of this, which they nicknamed the Snyder Cut. At the time, industry insiders regarded the release as unlikely. However, Warner Brothers decided to move ahead with it in February of last year, and in May, Snyder announced that the original cut would be released as Zack Snyder's Justice League via the streaming service HBO Max. It cost around $70 million to complete the visual effects, score and editing, with new material filmed in October of last year. The cut was originally planned to be released as a six-episode miniseries and a four-hour film, but plans for the miniseries were scrapped by January this year, and the film is dedicated to the memory of Snyder's daughter, Autumn. So check out Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was just released on HBO Max in the United States last week. Critics generally considered the film superior over the 2017 theatrical release, with praise aimed towards Snyder's direction and the improved characterization 
although the four-hour runtime has received some criticism. Of course it would. I don't know if I'd be able to sit through an entire four-hour long movie. I'd have to break it up in bits, but uh, if you're really into it, I guess you could. That is Zack Snyder's Justice League in the movie category this week. We move on to a TV show now, and keeping with the superhero theme, we have WandaVision. It blends the style of classic sitcoms with the MCU, in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living their ideal suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. I will admit that you're quite lost when you start watching, especially the first two episodes, but trust me, stick with it and you will be pleasantly surprised. The first episode of WandaVision is very much in the same style as the Dick Van Dyke show from the 60s, and no wonder, since Dick Van Dyke himself was even on set to oversee the filming of the episode. A lot went on in the behind-the-scenes production of each episode to make it as close to that time period as possible. For example, in certain episodes, the stage lights in the studios where it was being filmed would be replaced with exact replicas of lights from that time period to make it look more authentic. Check it out. It's streaming on Disney Plus or here in Lebanon. If you've got the OSN streaming app, you get access to Disney Plus and you can watch WandaVision. Then we move on to our book of the week now and I've got one by Stephen Fry for you heroes, mortals and monsters quests and adventures this one is number two in the great mythology series. Now there are heroes and then there are Greek heroes. Few mere mortals have ever embarked on such bold and heart stirring adventures overcome myriad monstrous perils or outwitted scheming vengeful gods quite as stylishly and triumphantly as Greek heroes. In this companion to his best-selling mythos, Stephen Fry brilliantly retells these dramatic, funny, tragic and timeless tales. Join Jason abroad the Argo as he quests for the Golden Fleece, see Atalanta who was raised by bears outrun any man before being tricked with golden apples, witness wily Oedipus solve the riddle of the Sphinx and discover how Bellerophon captures the winged horse Pegasus to help him slay the monster Chimera. Filled with white knuckle chases and battles, impossible puzzles and riddles, acts of base cowardice and real bravery, not to mention murders and selfless sacrifices, Heroes is the story of what we mortals are truly capable of at our worst and our very best. That's our book of the week, Heroes, Mortals and Monsters, Quests and Adventures by Stephen Fry. I don't have a binge watch for you this week because I've got lots to talk about in terms of upcoming TV shows that we can't wait to watch, especially when it comes to the superhero theme. First on the list is Loki. The series premiere is on Disney Plus on Friday, June 11th this year. Loki has the honor of being the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first Avengers level threat. But more than that, the character has been one of the most compelling to watch throughout the entire film franchise. For those of us who were devastated with his demise in Avengers Infinity War, Loki will provide a new swing at life for our favorite trickster god. Then we have one that I'm very excited about, Why the Last Man, coming late this year. With its first issue debuting in September 2002, Brian K. Vaughan and 
and Pia Guerra's Why the Last Man has had a long journey from page to screen. The series had several attempts to get off the ground before finally moving ahead with a series order from FX and showrunner Eliza Clark. It's centered on Yorick Brown, who becomes the last man alive after a global pandemic kills off the male population on Earth, animals and humans alike. The series feels more relevant than ever before. Watch closely for a breakout role from Ashley Romans playing Yorick's government escort, Agent 355, who is sure to become your new favourite. That's Why the Last Man coming later this year. Then we've got What If coming to Disney Plus also later this year. What if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? Or if Chala left Earth as a child and became Star-Lord instead of the Black Panther. It's based on the comic of the same name. The Disney Plus animated series What If explores alternate takes on pivotal moments in MCU. Jeffrey Wright stars as the Watcher, an extraterrestrial being who ties the anthology series together as he observes the multiverse in which these stories take place. Pretty much everyone we love from the MCU reprised their roles for the series, including including Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Karen Gillian as Nebula, Chadwick Boseman as Chala, Tom Hilson as Loki, and of course many more. That is What If coming to Disney Plus later this year. Last on the list is Miss Marvel coming to Disney Plus also later this year. Whether or not you've read the delightful comic run on which it's based, we feel pretty confident that the world is going to fall in love with Kamala Khan, the 16-year-old Muslim girl from Jersey City who becomes Miss Marvel. The character's universal appeal has won over a new generation of comic fans and will be played by newcomer Iman Vellani in the upcoming Disney Plus series. Miss Marvel also sets up 2022's Captain Marvel 2, where Villani will join Tayana Paris, aka Monica Rambeau, to become a bona fide member of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, there you go. Lots and lots for you to get excited about this week in terms of superheroes. We've got the Zack Snyder's Justice League in the movie category. Our TV show of the week was WandaVision. The book of the week, Heroes, Mortals, and Monsters, Quests and Adventures by Stephen Fry, and then some of those upcoming TV shows, Loki, Why the Last Man, What If, and Miss Marvel. That's it from my side. I'm Mia V with your spoiler alert episode of the week. I will catch you back here next Thursday. As always, stay safe, stay sane, and happy watching. That was Spoiler Alert with Mia.